Are we rolling? <laughs> Action. Okay. Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours, too. We hear you, and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the Mamahood. Hey, mamas. Welcome to the first official episode of the Mamahood Podcast. I'm Marin Drew Bay here with Aubrey Grossin, and we are your hosts. I am a motherhood writer and the host of the Both of Us podcast. Aubrey is the creator of the Mamahood blog, and we are so excited to combine our experiences and bring a new and refreshing asset into your life. We love mamas and we love everything that you do. We know that your days are long and sometimes a good chat with other adults is the only thing that can get you through. So we hope to be those mom friends for you throughout your day. We'll be chatting a little bit about real topics, the good, bad, and ugly involving motherhood. We are younger moms and by that I mean like we have kids all under the age of five. So we will be primarily focusing on those topics that are constant in these early years of motherhood or what we like to refer to as the trenches. We'll be having tons of guests too, moms just like you, and we'll also be sharing our own personal and helpful motherhood stories and tips as well. So just a little bit about us. Marin, how about you start us off? So I have been married to my husband, Dallin, for about four years. And we have Hudson, who's um, about to be three, Henry, who's about to be two, and they're 11 months apart. So we have Irish twins and then um, a baby girl. So we've been married about almost seven years this year. That's crazy. We have a little five-year-old, and then we lost a couple of babies in between, and we have a one-year-old and a four-month-old. So almost Irish twins on this side, too. Hey, Mare. So you're nearing the end of your pregnancy. What would you say? What would you say has been the hardest part about pregnancy so far? Um, I mean, I feel like you've been pregnant every day, <laughs> <laughs> like the past three years. Um, the hardest part about pregnancy. I mean, it's, and I try to be so careful about this because I know. Like, being able to conceive and have a healthy pregnancy is such a gift. And I just want to, like, express how grateful I am. Totally. But that doesn't mean it doesn't suck sometimes. I know. (laughs) And I think the hardest, I mean, I get pelvic problems because my pelvic bone is too small. And then, um, but probably the hardest. Because you're tiny. (laughs) (laughs) So are you. We are a combined 10 feet, just so everyone (laughs) can imagine how short we are. (laughs) We're both like five feet tall. So I think the exhaustion and then the preterm labor this time around have been the hardest for me. Like third pregnancy. So being pregnant with two kids feels pretty crazy, psycho. Like, Mm -hmm. but honestly, I also love it a lot. Did you have pretty easy pregnancies? Hard? 
Um, probably pretty similar. I mean, I felt so, I had a couple miscarriages, so I felt the same way. I felt so grateful for any healthy pregnancy I had, but my heart goes out to those moms that have morning sickness the entire time because that for me is so hard to be mm-hmm. sick on top of trying to take care of kids. So it's the worst. I would say that's the hardest part for me. Um, what has been the biggest surprise in motherhood for you? Um, I would say I felt like growing up, all I wanted to be was a mom. And I was going to be the best mom there ever was. <laughs> and I was a better mom when I wasn't a mom, probably, because <laughs> I just thought I was just yeah. going to be this natural at it. So I think the biggest surprise was how unnatural it came to me. Like I've had to learn how to love motherhood and learn different things and practice at different things and be okay that I'm not perfect in motherhood. I think mine's really similar in that I'm just better at things that I didn't think I would be good at and vice versa. Like Totally. I studied child development in college, so I thought I would be like a pro at... (laughs) certain aspects of motherhood that have actually proven to be some of my most difficult challenges Mm -hmm. but then pleasantly surprised that some other things came naturally being able to understand what your kids need and stuff like some of those things came easier than I thought what is one of your biggest mom fills you've ever had (laughs) okay we've been talking about this how I feel like I consistently fail at being not locked out of wherever (laughs) my kids are (laughs) this blows my mind because seriously her kids are like three years old how do they even know how to lock you out if I knew how they knew how then this wouldn't have happened like (laughs) but it's I feel like it's happened a lot this year and it has felt especially it is so scary I don't know but (laughs) this was in the summer and so Hudson was like barely two I was loading up the car to go swimming and I hadn't put like a swimsuit cover on over my suit yet because like my garage was closed and I didn't expect this to happen. But oh no! as I'm loading up the car, he shuts the door, like the door to my garage and deadbolts it. Oh my goodness. So basically two babies are on the other side of my door in my house by themselves. So I immediately freaked out and I called the police because I couldn't get in. And you're still in your bathing suit at this time. (laughs) So that's the thing is like, I was so freaked out. I didn't even think about it until the police show up and they like, look at me like, why are you, what are you doing? Like you're in a swimming (laughs) You just wear this every day. Just romping around. And my poor neighbors had probably like a show because I was seriously hysterical (laughs) running around my house trying to break into like every door and window in a swimming suit. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. And you're like bawling. Oh yeah, I was hysterical. I couldn't see my kids. So we eventually made enough noise at the back door for them to come to the back door. And just the icing on the cake was that my little one-year-old, like barely able to walk baby, had found a screwdriver and was like sucking on the end of a screwdriver. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're like, I promise, like, I promise this isn't normal. I'm like, please put that down. I'm like yelling through the door. Oh my so, gosh. So other locking out situations have happened since then. So I'm just going to say like this year, my fail is being locked away from my children. <laughs> I need to work. Oh man, I've had, so, I've had so many different fails. There was this one time where... So my two-year-old, we, I took him into this really cool butterfly exhibit. 
to take the busiest two-year-old into a butterfly museum or exhibit was not the best idea because everyone was kind of swooning over this huge butterfly. So the butterfly finally lands on his hands, and I'm like, this is a moment of teaching, and I'm good. I can tell him about how he became came from a caterpillar and like tell him all these things. And He can be one with nature. Yeah, he can be one with nature. And, and my two-year-old put both of his hands on each side of the butterfly and just ripped the butterfly in half. Like, I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's not funny. Like, laugh it's or just, it's too sad. Like... You can choose to laugh Just cry. like, I know, just to the point where the butterfly looked like a caterpillar again. And it seriously <laughs> made me feel, it, I was mortified, okay? Like, I was totally mortified. Not only that, so, of course, we had the whole audience watching us because that was the biggest butterfly in the exhibit. So, like, what are we supposed to do? I'm just, like, sick to my stomach, <laughs> feeling like we just murdered the, the star of the butterfly show. You did. Well, then we go over. <laughs> I'm like ready to bail. And we head out. We start to head out to the other side. And there is this display of like hundreds of flowers and thousands of butterflies. And of course, who, no- who knocks over an entire display? I'm talking like <laughs> stacks of pots of butterflies. He caused the butterfly apocalypse. <laughs> he in that seriously did. Hot oh my gosh. Anyway. Ugh. Today's episode is sponsored by The Baby Cubby, an online and retail boutique that specializes in creating magical parenting experiences. Remember when you were a child and you had that special place where you put all of your favorite things? That was your cubby. As adults, our whole life resembles a cubby. We all have limited time, money, and health. As a child, we would never put something we didn't love in our cubby, so why should that change as an adult? The Baby Cubby helps you to fill your cubby with the things that you love and that matter most, while also giving you the highest quality shopping experience, with features such as cubby moms who are trained and certified to answer all of your questions, certified car seat techs, a kid's play area in the store, rewards, price match guarantees, and free shipping on orders over $25. We personally choose the baby cubby whenever we need anything from a last-minute baby shower gift to big purchases such as strollers, car seats, and cribs. You can visit the baby cubby in person at their Lehigh, Utah location, or if you aren't nearby, you can visit their online shop at www.babycubby.com. And don't forget... Free shipping on orders of just $25. I don't think it gets better than that. Okay, back to the show. Okay, my question, my next question is, what did you swear you would never do as a mom that you do all the time? Oh my gosh, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. So I would say for me, it was when I have a girl, I am never going to put a big bow in her head. Like she's never going to wear a big bow. And literally the other day, I put the biggest bow on her head, and I loved it. <laughs> so you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Well, look at you. You're yeah. like putting bows on her head, and I'm feeding my children McDonald's for three meals a day <laughs> that I swear I would never do. So I think you're a cut above. Oh my me gosh, there. McDonald's! <laughs> I was like. Like, I studied child nutrition. I was so focused on making sure, like, my children are going to have, like, the best. Uh, yeah. 
green smoothies every day. (laughs) And now like I put my kids in the car and the first thing Hudson says is like fries and chicken, mom. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) that should give you an insight into how often my children eat fast food. Oh, my gosh. That was... We need to have you do an episode on nutrition because we're living (laughs) off of quesadillas over here. So (laughs) I will just say my children have a food group called hot cheese. I'm not kidding you. Oh my goodness. Like for every meal. It's so true. They say hot cheese, mom. And this could mean pizza, grilled cheese, grilled cheese. Oh my gosh. It's so true. And that's what Hudson asks for, for like every lunch and dinner is hot cheese. And then I can choose from a variety of hot cheese meals and that's my life (laughs) so true (laughs) okay what is something you do every day that lifts your spirit I love this question I think it's hard to say if you're a mom of young kids that there's anything you consistently do every single day (laughs) yeah true (laughs) but um I try really hard to make the best of my mornings like mornings are really special to me and I feel like if I have some alone time in the morning to um, like read, connect with God, write in my journal. Anything that like makes me feel centered in the morning Mm -hmm. is imperative to me. I'm the same way. I think for me, well, right now I'm not sleeping much. I'm still waking up feeding my baby. And I think so my morning routine's a little bit a little bit different every day. Who really has? Who, I know. I know. <laughs> so for me, I've tried to turn my nursing sessions into like a study session. I love that because I feel like nursing really is like it could be such wasted time or such useful mm-hmm. time. It's so true. And I'm definitely I mean, I've definitely had wasted time, too. This is like the same question, but a little bit different. OK. What guilty pleasure helps you survive motherhood? Um... moving back to Utah has been really bad because you guys have all these like soda shops around every corner (laughs) (laughs) so so I've become a little bit addicted to that um and every Friday (laughs) I know (laughs) every Friday after I do school pickup we go grab cookies and drinks and it's kind of been a fun tradition but it's also like I'm addicted to sugar in case you wondered we're sitting here with um, cookies in front of our faces (laughs) if you could see us this is the image I want you to have like we both have sweatshirts on and we and we have like three (laughs) like a whole box of giant cookies (laughs) so that's us right now and it could be diet coke and donuts (laughs) it just depends on the night um guilty pleasure I would say Like, I've never been, like, a big TV person in my life. Like, growing up, we didn't have TV. Yeah. And so it's actually been new for me since motherhood to, like, indulge in TV. What are your favorite shows? Oh, do I have to share? (laughs) (laughs) Just give one. Like, are you into The Bachelor right now? I do like The Bachelor. Here we are. But it is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like, I know that it's not high quality (laughs) it's just sometimes you have to to. you have to let go of everything on your plate and focus Mm -hmm. on like I love reality tv and anyone who's come over from our my husband and mine our podcast you heard our whole episode on reality tv like it is such a guilty pleasure for me like any type of even if I know it's staged Mm -hmm. I just want to watch people like live interact I know I'm the same way (laughs) I think that's enough for one episode. You've probably heard way too much (laughs) about us and gotten to know us more than you wanted to. Or Or judged us more a little than you wanted to. Or maybe you feel right at home and we we hope that that's what it is. 
Totally. We're so glad you joined us. And if you enjoyed what you heard, will you just do us a huge favor? So it's super easy. All you have to do is just scroll down, subscribe to this podcast, and then leave a review. And if you do that, we'd love you so, so much. Um, we also want to connect with you online. So hop over to on Instagram to at the.mamahood to follow along with all the other fun stuff we're doing. You can also read the show notes for each episode and connect with us over at themamahoodpodcast.com or um, mamahood.us. We'd also love to get your feedback by email, um, and you can email us at themamahoodpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, and lastly, you guys, we have an amazing giveaway going on right now. We've teamed up with the Baby Cubby. They are amazing. I can't say enough good about them. Mm-hmm. Their products are unreal. We've come up with an amazing, like, every mom dream prize you can just find us on instagram to enter that giveaway we love you we hear you and we're so excited to become friends check in every tuesday for a new episode and have a great week nailed it have you watched nailed it because <laughs> <laughs> i love that show oh my gosh the host of that one nailed, nailed it, it. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs>